It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Well, welcome to Quantum Podcast that looks at news and views and culture and sport and everything else from all over the world from a Christian perspective, but open to all and, yeah, open to you correcting some of the things that I I may say, their analysis and the analysis could be wrong. But what we're going to do this week, it's the last one of the year, so we're going to look back over the whole year, 2022. It's very difficult to do so, and so the way I'm going to do it is... Look at 10 countries through, uh, I, we use music a lot on podcasts, or on Quantum that is, and uh, I'm going to go through my Spotify playlist, I'll give you the countdown of the top 20, in other words, the tracks that I've listened to most during 2022, and we will stop, and you may think it's a bit of a stretch, the connections with the countries and what's going on, and we'll look at one country and one major thing that's happened in that country that has... Um, is important for the rest of the world. So, let's get on with it. Let's start with my number 20 song, um, The Hard Times of Old England. For five generations, my family have farmed By tractor, by horse, and by hull and by hand But that won't see off the bank's latest demand Singing all the hard signs of old England In old England, very hard times Time was I could sell all I grew at the shop When Tesco's turned up all of that had to stop Now I can't make a living out of my crop Singing all the hard times of old England In old England, very hard times That is from the Imagine Village. It's a, it's a great track. Um, so much that we could say about the United Kingdom. It's not had a good year. Scotland's not had a good year. Um, we'll say plenty about Scotland at another time. We've had uh, three prime ministers, Boris and Liz and Rishi, if you want to follow the modern fashion of mentioning people by their first names. Uh, there's an immigrant crisis. There's no question. There's an energy and economy crisis. There are lots and lots of strikes. But of course, the incident and one of the most important incidents in 2022 was the death of the Queen. And uh, I did a couple of specials on that. And as I said before, I do think that this is a game changer for the United Kingdom. And I do have to say, by the way, that Prince Charles' Christmas message was very disappointing, not remotely a patch on his mother's. It's tough times, hard times in old England. And number 19 was Radiohead's Street Spirit Fade Out. And then this from ZZ Top. Lose you, lose you. 
that's a sharp-dressed man, of course. Uh, and who can that be about? Well, Imran Khan. We're going to move to Pakistan. Pakistan's had a rough year as well. It's Pakistan owes enormous amounts of money to China, $30 billion alone. It needs the IMF's help. It's had uh, floods. Up to one-third of the country was flooded and more than one million homes were destroyed. But the another big event in Pakistan was Imran Khan losing a no-confidence vote in Parliament. And uh, Khan led marches to defend himself. The government charged Khan with violating Pakistan's anti-terrorism laws. In, in November, he was wounded in a failed assassination attempt. He blamed Sharif and so on. And basically, there is turmoil in the city. And that is really important because Pakistan has 225 million citizens. So um, let's continue to pray for Pakistan. Number 17 in my uh, most listened to songs, uh, Silly Wizard, Fieravata, the, the Boatman song, beautiful song. Number 16, Mozart Serenade, K361. And then this song for the Netherlands. Floyd's comfortably numb. Just, and I, and I th say that because I think the Netherlands is either sleepwalking into or almost like being anaesthetized in terms of some of the policies that are going on with this government. Not least the one, the major one for me, is when the Dutch government announced this year to, they were going to buy out two to three thousand farms in order to try and reduce the nitrogen runoff. Um, they're going to be forced buyouts if the voluntary measures fail. Now, f farmers have protested, blocking supermarket distribution centres with tractors, lighting silage bags on fires. Um, farmers all over Europe have displayed signs uh, offering solidarity with their Dutch farmers. The protests were followed by the resignation of the Dutch agriculture minister, Henk Staghauer, who basically announced on Twitter that he wasn't the person to implement this nitrogen legislation. It is beyond crazy. Really, really, totally crazy. Because the Netherlands, 
I think after the US is the second largest exporting food country in the world. At a time when there's a food crisis because of the situation in Ukraine and COVID and other things, it's insane. It's absolutely insane for the Dutch government to do this, as well as being incredibly self-obsessed and, and narrow and just, wow. I, I mean, I, you don't even know what made them do it. There's just no justification. Okay, let's move to another country. Um, I wonder, I'll, I'll play this song for South Africa. That is Bach's, uh, Bach wachtet auf, the, the watchers, the, it's, it's, a, it's just cantata number 140, I think. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece of music. Um, I listen to a lot of Bach in the bath and have a bath once a week. I love Bach. But the reason I'm paying it for, for South Africa is we should be greatly concerned about South Africa. It, it's, you know, a divided country in different ways and Mandela did his best to bring it, to make it united and now the South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa, has been under a lot of pressure since an inquiry found evidence that he may have committed serious misconduct in relation to a, a, a massive amount of cash found at his game farm after, after a robbery. Um, the sad thing is Ramaphosa got rid of his predecessor, Zuma, on a promise to clean up worsening corruption. He was the favourite to lead the ANC into elections in 2024, but now he's battling for his survival, and I think it's, uh, it's something that we should be concerned about. And there are many other situations in Africa as well, you know, Ethiopia, Eritrea, what's going on in Nigeria, many other things, but the South African thing is particular concern, and so we, pl we do pray that um, 
somehow peace will be brought and the, the guardians, if you like, the watchers will watch over. Well, we move on to, I wonder what you th- country you think this is, and, and it had to be, this is my number 13th most listened to track. The eastern world, it is exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading, you're old enough to kill, but not for voting, you don't believe in war, boards and gun you're toting, and even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but you... Tell me Understand what I'm trying to say Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today If the button is pushed There's no running away There'll be no one to save With the world in a grave Take a look around you, boy It's bound to scare you, boy And you tell me Barry Maguire, and this one's for the U.S. Now, why am I mentioning this for the U.S.? So many things going on in the U.S., the uh, Senate and Congress elections, the U.S. continued support for the war in Ukraine, the whole change in terms of climate change legislation, But I think for me, the event I'm going to highlight in the US in the past year is what I call the Destruction of Marriage Act. Now, I think it's actually technically supposed to be called the Protection of Marriage Act. But like all these euphemisms, Orwellian euphemisms, it's precisely the opposite. The US is in a dreadful mess in so many different ways. And part of it is this. When I I listen to Biden or Kamala Harris or others... And they just so depress me. I mean, Trump depresses me as well, but so don't get me wrong in that. The state of politics in the US, um, there are glimmers of hope and the fact that the US still allows freedom of, of speech and so on. But this, when you destroy marriage, then you are destroying the fundamental building block of society. And I think America's removing its Christianity I think it's removing marriage. I think it's removing sanity from its educational system. It it is breathtaking what's going on in the US and profoundly concerning to the rest of the world. I think more than in the 1960s when Maguire wrote this about Vietnam and the Cuban Missile Crisis and everything else, I think America is much more on the eve of destruction now than it was then. We'll see what happens in the coming year. My number 12 song was... Uh, the Arrival of the Queen of Sheba. And my number 11 was Rasputin by Boney M. Uh, number tw- 10 was Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. Number 9 was Bach again, Matthew St. Matthew's Passion. And we will uh, we'll play that at the end, actually. 
But this one, I wonder what country you think I'm going to put to this one. This is Leonard Cohen's Bird on a Wire. Like a bird on the wire Like a drunk in a midnight choir I have tried in my way to be free documentary, Hallelujah, uh, about Leonard Cohen. I just, I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. But that bird on the wire song, like a bird on a, the wire, like a drunken midnight choir, I've tried my way to be free. Who's trying to be free? Iran, or the Iranians rather. And I think the Iranian protest is such a huge story as well out of 1922. The Iranian regime was born out of protest in 1979. This year, in September, morality police in Tehran arrested Masa Amini, a 22-year-old Kurdish-Iranian woman visiting the city, and they arrested her for failing to cover her hair properly. She died in police custody. When the news reached her hometown of Sakiz in northwestern Iran, hundreds of people gathered to condemn her death and Iran's mistreatment of women. And those protests have continued to spread with the slogan, Women, Life, Freedom. The Iranians are blaming the US and Israel for engineering the protests. The government are trying to quell the protests. At least 450 protesters have been killed and there have been public executions as well. It's possible that Iran is in the early stages of a new revolution, but at the moment, the regime doesn't look as though it is going to crack. We shall see.
Number seven in my songs was Raggle Taggle Gypsy by Planksty. Number six was Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. And then number five was this really joyful song or tune, instrumental, by the wonderful Runrig. That is a song called What Time, and I'm going to dedicate it to Argentina. Now, there are lots of things we could say about Argentina. Uh, at some point, I will need to comment on the fact that uh, the left candidate, Alberto Fernandez, became the president in 2019. Uh, we find that Bolivia's presidency was a socialist, Luis Arque, uh, Pedro Castillo became president of Peru, although he's now been thrown out because of, I think, corruption. Uh, Gabriel Boric became president of Chile. Uh, Castro, Xiomara Castro, was president of Honduras. Gustavo Petro became Colombia's first leftist president. And, of course, uh, Lula da Silva returned to the presidency, taking out Bolsonaro, And I think that, that that kind of leftward shift in South America is significant. But that actually isn't the story for Argentina. There, there, there does only have to be one story, doesn't there? And that, of course, is Messi's Argentina winning the World Cup. Despite all the predictions and everything else, I think the Qatar World Cup is probably one of the best I've ever seen, if not the best. And certainly the final was absolutely phenomenal. And although I didn't like Argentina at the beginning, I, th- I felt they were a bit dirty and cheating maybe, but I think they did deserve it and you do have to admire uh, Messi. It's interesting, I've seen a number of Christian articles, by the way, where people are celebrating Messi as being this great Christian model because he pronounces his faith in God. I- I'd be very careful about going along those lines. Um the corruption is financial corruption in Barcelona and elsewhere would indicate perhaps that's not quite the route we want to go. I, I mean, I hope he is. I hope he is a believer and I hope he acts consistently with it. But that's not the story. The story is Argentina winning the World Cup. Well, here's Christy Moore. Singing Ordinary Man. It's my number four song. What country do you think this is for? I'm an ordinary man, nothing special, nothing grand. 
I had to work for everything I owned. I never asked for a lot. I was happy with what I got. Enough to keep my family in my home. They said the times are hard, and they handed me my cards. They said there's not the work to go around. When the whistle blows, the guests will find the little ones. Tonight they're gonna shut this factory down. Then they tear it down. I never missed a day, nor went on strike for better pay. For 20 years I served the best I could. Now with a handshake and a check, it seems easy to forget. Loyalty through the bad times and the good. The owner says he's sad to see that things have got so bad. But the captains of industry won't let him lose. He still smokes his cigar and he drives a brand new car. Still he takes his family on a cruise. He'll never lose. It's for Australia and because the big story here has been the election of Anthony Albanese as the Prime Minister... He claims, you know, to be an ordinary man, uh, brought up in a council house, single mom, and so on. Um, I do have to say that despite my reservations, he seems to have had a very good start. He seems to know what he's doing. He seems to be stable. Um, I, there are lots of doubts and questions I have about many things that he, he does. But at the moment, I have to say it's been impressive. However, in Australia, my great concern it's for the ordinary people, the poor. This is a rich country, and the rich. So, and, and we've had a number of independents. Now, these are not populists in the sense of you might get in some European countries or even in America. These are middle class, wealthy, suburbanite people who um, will impose policies on the rest of the country that I think will harm the poor. I'm concerned about the indigenous poor here, the Aboriginal people. Uh, I'm concerned about the ideology of climate change and the hypocrisy of it, because Australia will continue to send coal to be burned elsewhere. So it doesn't really make any difference. But we will do all the virtual signalling we can in, in, in our own country. And I think it's the poor who will suffer. I think the poor suffer in many different ways. And uh, maybe it's always the same. Maybe it's the ordinary man, ordinary woman, ordinary child who gets stuffed. Who knows? I hope not, but we shall see. Uh, this is my number three song, and I, it, it, you'll soon guess the country. the Rolling Stones again, it's Gimme Shelter and of course the big story of the year has been February 24th 
when Russia launched a special military operation that has turned into a full-scale war, in effect a war between the US and Russia, with the US fighting by proxy with the Ukrainians, who've just been incredible, actually, um, how maybe the Russians are being competent as well, but how they've managed to hold on. But the, I, I can't buy into the glorification of war at all. Um Everything seems to be bogged down in winter, but the, the shelter that's needed just now, as the Russians bomb gas and electrical facilities, it's, it's just unbelievable. And don't forget what's going on in Armenia. We mentioned that last week, but Armenia just gets ignored and, and left out of that. Um, And don't fall for the propaganda that says the whole world is behind Ukraine. It's not. I think it's about 50-50 between the two sides, to be honest. Uh, but just such a sad, sad situation. I'm just, I'm praying that this time next year, if we're all here, that we will be saying Happy Christmas War is over. My number two song was Parano Paranoid by Black Sabbath. I played that a lot, so I'm not going to play it just now. And then this is my number one song, song I listen to most. Well, he was cold, tired, and hungry, came up begging for bread. The lady took him in and fed him breakfast in bed. It wasn't me. No, no, baby, it wouldn't be. Oh, there must have been some other buddy. No, no, child, it wouldn't be. Well, there's a cool young whippersnapper, loves to run and play. But the draft board got him, they inducted him today. It wasn't me. That's George Thurgood and the Destroyers, It Wasn't Me. And this one's for China. We could talk about Taiwan. I think we're going to have to talk about that next week when we look at what may happen in 2023. We could talk about the 2,100 kilometer Indian border. But I think the big story in China, to be honest, is COVID. China appeared to be successful. And so the Chinese in containing COVID. And so the Chinese policy was picked up by technocrats and bureaucrats in the West. And we had uh, the lockdowns, which I think Sweden has shown was proved to be an abject failure. It was a dreadful policy. And it's been a dreadful policy for China. I happened to be doing a uh, seminar and was in contact with some Chinese students. And one of them told me that 90% of the people in his church have got COVID. It's reckoned that 50% of people in Beijing, 50% of people in Shanghai right now have COVID. It's reckoned that a million people may die with COVID over the next month. And that's because the lockdown policy, there's been no herd immunity built up. It's been an absolute disaster. And the trouble with that is that has um, knock-on effects. 
So it's now reckoned that China's economy won't overtake the US if it does until 2036. It also ramps up the pressures in terms of Taiwan because if things are failing at home, there's nothing like um, a local war to unite the people. So it wasn't me. I think China has done a lot of different stuff. Oh, China. No, no, it wasn't us with COVID. It wasn't the Wuhan laboratory. It didn't come from us. It came from America and so many other things. And I think, by the way, we see that with a lot of our politicians wanting to blame other people. And indeed, not just politicians, church leaders and others too. But sometimes we have to say it was me. All right, uh, that's my summary of the year through the music. My uh, number nine song I said was Bach, Matthew's, Matthew's Passion. I'm going to leave you with it because that's where our hope comes from. The, it's such a beautiful piece of music. Come, you daughters, help me to lament. See whom? The bridegroom. See him? How? Like a lamb. See what? See his patience. See where? Our guilt. See how from love and grace he bears the wood of the cross himself. That's it. Christ bearing sin of the world and there's plenty of it as we've seen well i hope you had a great christmas god bless you have a good new year we'll see you in the new year and next week god willing we hope to um do what we usually do which is make our predictions for 2023 so feel free thanks to peter for producing this feel free to get in touch with me if you've got any comments if you want to support us go to the podbean fundraiser all the links are on the website and um the we i put all the music onto a spotify playlist so you'll get all that there as well if you wish so see you next week happy new year